0: I've um, been to Fez, the place.
1: Did you play the video game Fez while you were in Fez? No,
0: I did not. Can't say I did.
1: That would. Okay. Could you do um, that in the future? Play Fez? In Fez. In I Fez? Mean, you just, yeah. <laughs> you should play Fez. It's a good game. Um, <laughs> Hi, I'm Paul.
0: And I'm Abby.
2: And I'm Chelsea. And welcome to 3 to Beam Up.
0: Today we are talking Season 1, Episode 10, The Corbomite Maneuver.
1: So guys, we finally got to the episode where they eat salad.
0: <laughs> do you think there was kale in there? Or was it oh, I do not think there was.
1: <laughs> no, there was absolutely not kale on that salad.
0: <laughs> there wasn't even like dressing on that salad. It
1: was, was very plain. No wonder table.
2: he didn't want to eat it. It had nothing in it.
0: Uh, I did like the amount of joy that Bones had in giving him the salad though. <laughs>
2: And in torturing him with exercise. Bones is rather sadistic here.
0: Uh, And I like how Bones ignored the red alert. (laughs) To be like, nope, I know I won't get you back here. So you know what? We're going to do this until you're done. And then I'll tell you about the red alert.
2: (laughs) Can we, if we're going to talk about Bones, can we talk about his amazing line?
0: Which one?
2: What am I, a doctor or a moon shuttle conductor? (laughs) It's a pretty good one.
0: It is a good one. I like it because yeah. it doesn't make sense. It's a very bone sassy episode.
1: This is a super early episode. Yeah, it like, is. Feel.
0: It was the like... first episode filmed after the the original pilots, yeah. so it's a yeah. super early. They have it's not got
1: that feel. Yeah,
0: it def- it's definitely very shaggy. Yeah, but... I
2: mean, Uhura's wearing yellow.
1: There's a background. Yeah, everybody's wearing yellow. Yeah, there's a lot of of yellow
2: tunics in that. (laughs) There's a background character who's not even in costume.
1: (laughs) I didn't notice that. Is he just like in in like a? He's
2: yeah. He's wearing like a white vest with pockets on it. It's very stylish. Oh, I
0: thought that was like I thought that was like you know uh, some kind of engineer or like maintenance human.
1: They use because the pockets looked useful. Yeah, if it's the thing I'm thinking of that you said a lot in the movies. Interesting. Right? The, like, white vesty. uh costume. Yeah, I haven't
2: seen it, I don't think, in TOS outside of this episode. Um, also, the condition is alert instead of red alert. Oh, sure.
0: that's
1: It's more efficient.
0: Yeah. Fewer syllables. Still, syllables. <laughs> 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 I need fewer syllables right now, apparently. <laughs>
1: I it is a that very that. unpolished episode. It is a yeah. very But episode. yeah, I, th- I think um, there's
2: a lot in it that's already getting to be pretty good. First of all, there's a ton of the tropes. There's a ton of bingo cliches.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you already mentioned the one about I'm a uh, doctor, not a what a,
2: a, <laughs> a moon shuttle conductor, Paul. A moon shuttle conductor.
1: Neither was something I was forgetting.
2: Um, and uh, like Spock and Kirk's uh, exchanges are, I think, pretty spot on. I don't think Bones is spot on yet, but...
1: Yeah, he comes off a bit um, off, I guess. Yeah. But, I mean, again, it just feels... Oh, early. and
2: Kirk being shirtless. Can we talk about that? That's already a thing.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> this. You know what I wrote down? Um, this feels so Futurama Zap Brannigan right? yeah caricature yeah. of Kirk like this feels like Zap Brannigan like this this is very much if this was just a Futurama episode and all of this was Zap Brannigan doing this like it's the same you would kind of check it's, out guys, he's, like this is the most Brannigan-y Kirk that we've seen so far it
2: is he seriously has that shirt off for like a tenth of the episode it's like five full minutes I timed it like
0: <laughs> <laughs> of course you did that don't. is a lot what? of time <laughs> There's the whole thing with Bailey, too. Like, his his whole deal with Bailey, A, I do not understand. And, oh, it's so ham-fisted. And B, yeah, it was just, oh, uh, uh, Bailey. He was...
1: He's playing... like, oh, this poor kid. It should be like, no, like, no, come on, he's an terrible he's an at his job. <laughs> like, Sulu is
0: no... being the helmsman and the navigator. <laughs> I know. It's
1: so yeah. true. Yeah, okay, so we agree that that Bailey is universally useless. I think we, yeah. Who
0: would disagree with that? Yeah, I have, okay, so in my little thoughts area of my notes, they are both about Bailey. The first one is, is, should Kirk actually allow Bailey back to his post after his insane outburst? No! (laughs) No, he should not. (laughs) The fact that he avoids a court martial is pretty much... (laughs)
2: No, and do you that see is. Kirk just like smirks at him like ah you're learning, young one?
0: Right? Like he's like, Oh, I see a lot of myself in that young man. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, oh my god, Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need oh my god. <laughs>
1: of like oh he looks just like god
0: uh, yeah he's like he's also yeah. well blonde. and bones, bones does bring that up too he's like i think you see some of yourself in him and kirk's like <laughs> 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 oh it's so true what was the other yeah, part and then the, the other the other thought i had was are we are we do we feel good about making Bailey an ambassador? <laughs> I will get dumb too. Is he really the best person? No. Hey, I mean, not. is this
1: really the best alien species? I think they're just pawning him off. They realize that like <laughs> <laughs> they're not he's not an he's an ambassador, right? I'm making air quotes here, but um yeah, he's like they solved the Bailey problem and they solved the Clint Howard problem and you know <laughs> nice tied that up in a Nice neat little Speaking packet.
2: of, do you guys think they ever get Bailey back? No. I hope
1: not. No, that's the that's the long play, right? <laughs> it's like, oh <laughs> found a job for you, bye. <laughs> bye, Bailey. Bye, <laughs> bye.
2: <laughs> Paul, I really liked you backing yeah. up away from your microphone there.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, 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 I think that is the long play. Like that's the the Have thing fun. that like Learn a lot. <laughs> as, as kirk and spock are walking back to the ship like kirk just you know he's gonna nudge and like wink <laughs> and spock's gonna like shake his head and like, spock knows what happened but
0: you know. no we'll totally come back for you in like a year or 20 it's fine
1: i'm sure the next ship hero just take you right
0: back here in uncharted space where no one has ever been before it's
2: fine we'll find, <laughs> yeah, we'll find you <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm sure you'll enjoy h- hanging out with this child.
0: <laughs> yeah, for
2: real. Well, speaking of, is he a child, or is he supposed to be an adult that's just this other species?
0: I think he's, just, he's supposed to just be an alien species. Okay. Yeah. But So the note that I saw on Memory Alpha was that originally they were going to have Michael Dunn, who was Alexander and Plato's stepchildren, yeah. play, oh. play Balak. But then Roddenberry oh. decided he wanted it to be weirder, so they got a small six-year-old child. So that's what happened. He wasn't bad.
1: Not just any six year old child. Clint Howard.
0: Yes. But.
1: Star of stage and screen.
0: <laughs> yes. But it was, yeah, so originally Michael Dunn. Can I add to then, the weirdness? Um,
2: because I actually hardly ever read Memory Alpha, but I read a note on there for this week. And it was that apparently that drink they were drinking with him was grapefruit juice. And the poor yeah. kid had to be like... <laughs> did
0: not like it. <laughs> like, really apt <laughs> to
2: have to drink it.
0: <laughs> yeah, which who can blame it? They could at least put some Sprite in it or something, man. Come on. Make it like a punch. It did They w- drink a lot
1: of weird stuff throughout the episode. Yeah. Like, yeah. during the dinner scene, um, they were drinking something weird out of, like, weird vessels.
0: Yeah, um, they were going super for the this this spacey vibe space vibe
2: yeah bones and kirk mm-hmm. have that great drink i don't know what it is but i want a one drink out of those cups and two
1: well that was the question those cups like what are those cups?
2: they're like little egg uh cups you know from like i'm thinking like the beginning of the 20th century you guys ever antique like they like look like they hold the egg like you put your hard-boiled egg in them mm-hmm. egg cups yeah egg <laughs> cups they look like that
0: soft-boiled eggs yeah yeah
2: Paul looks very quizzical.
0: <laughs> have you never had soft boiled eggs, like in Europe or something? They have egg cups. Uh,
1: I like my eggs hard boiled, like a. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, soft boiled, soft boiled eggs with like toast soldiers. It's the best. It's so good. Mm, I do
2: like Europe and all their food. Oh. I like
1: my toast in slices, <laughs> I'm like a normal person.
0: <laughs> oh, it's so good. You're
2: wrong. Just I'm sensing wrong, some xenophobia right. here, which is against the message of this episode. Um, should. New point. Should we talk about the episode's opening? Sure. How does it It open? It opens in a very boring way. Remember, it's as boring as the crew looks. The crew looks bored. They're like photographing space. (laughs) And it takes them like an obscenely long time to take a picture.
1: (laughs) This does have the, this has the like beat pacing structure um, that is often critiqued in Star Trek The Motion Picture. Right, where you have this uh, lots of long pan shots, long, like, yeah. somebody's doing something That's exactly right. But also
0: just, the weird angles to break it up. They also, like, will have those long pan shots, but then all of a sudden you're going to see things from above in an angle. Like, it's so disjointed.
2: They haven't got the cinema. No.
0: Uh, cinema fog. Wait. Say what I'm trying to say. Yeah,
1: that. Um, the... <laughs> They also have a, like, shaky cam in a few scenes where they're, like, running out a hallway. Like, not a good shaky no, cam. No, a bad shaky cam. <laughs> uh, where well, it's just they... like, oh, it's just like a dude running with, like, a super heavy camera on his shoulder. Well, they just shake the ship probably, a probably, whole
0: like... bunch this episode.
1: <laughs> it wasn't even that the ship was shaking. It's just, like, they're running and following. No, those guys, are
2: like... not related, but they're
0: both amazing.
1: Yes, <laughs> the ship shake was good. Because there was a bridge shake, right? There <laughs> are
2: tons of ship shakes.
0: There's, there's like, a hundred. Yeah, there's lots of, the Enterprise gets, like, seriously milkshake to this episode. Well, so they fight
1: a Rubik's Cube, right? That's the first thing they do. I love that
2: prop. So when I think of TOS, I think of that spinning cube.
1: Well, and let's put it out there, right? This is the 60s. And I do believe that the Rubik's Cube, uh, well, it became popular in the 80s, but I don't believe it was created in the 60s, even in in, in terms of a creation. So that joke would not have played in the 60s. Um, This was a clever prop, right it's not a rubik's cube right now that now that i said all that no no,
2: no. i think it's amazing i love it i just i think it's factually the best and i also love the giant yellow ship that looks like just a piece of woman's jewelry that they turned on its side and then zoomed in on
0: yeah it is cool i i do just get really huge like microsoft old screensaver vibes from oh, it. No
1: screensaver vibes <laughs>
0: like, well that's that's so all both I can of those of so. looking at it
1: and I did just look it up, so uh, Rubik's Cube was invented in 1974, so yeah, so this, this predates that, this, that joke does not play in the original era of this episode, um, which is interesting, right? Then, then you are talking about something that is a pretty novel prop and would have looked
2: unusual and oh. weird, yeah.
1: Yeah, whereas to us, we just joke and say, oh, it's a funny spinning Rubik's Cube.
2: Speaking of that Rubik's Cube, can we talk about Scotty's report, which is the best report I've ever heard from anyone in my entire life? His report's just like, Captain, I have no idea. Like, let's just—we
0: <laughs> should just bounce.
1: <laughs> I wanted—I I, was—I wanted to do the math. I didn't get a chance to sit down and do it. I would love one of our listeners. I, I'll just keep tossing out to our listeners these math problems. Um, but this thing keeps getting closer and closer, right? And it's like it, it eventually is only fifty meters away, and it's spinning. And the question of like, is it fifty meters away to its center is it to the edge the closest edge corners like because at 50 meters i think that if it was big enough the 50 meter to an edge or center would mean that the corners would be clipping them um
2: it's got to be the but, edge but also how so i have a lot of science questions
1: 50 meters is not far it's not far no, right it's close in, especially in space that is, that is a very like, yeah. It is close, yeah, 50 meters to what? To the closest point of their vessel or the center of their vessel, right? These questions I
2: imagine it report. must be, like, the bridge is on the very edge of the vessel, right?
1: Um, Yeah. So I am so always right imagined the...
2: that it was to the bridge, like, to the that's... tip of the vessel.
0: Oh, I that never thought fair. the bridge was, I always thought the bridge was kind of, like, at the top of the disc. Oh, like the, the
2: dome b- part? Yeah. Oh, wait. Or the yeah,
0: bottom yeah, yeah. of it. Like, I thought that's where it was.
1: Huh. In which case, then fifty meters would definitely be contacting the ship.
2: Yeah, so then it must be from um, the front of the ship. Either way.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm. I don't. Mm, I don't. Well, think, mm.
2: either, either way, I think the opening is a very long exposition.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. But it does um, kind of
0: build the tension because it it there's that music cue that keeps coming in every time something terrifying happens. Um, but. Uh, there's just, I, I feel like the tension's belt built pretty well throughout. Or just just me. Yeah. With the cube, you mean? <laughs> well, in general, I thought, like, I, I kind of liked the, the slower beginning just because when things start to happen, like, it's like, oh, what's this? What's this? And then they can't solve it and they can't solve it. And it's like, well, something's the matter and all this. And then it just keeps building to the point where they have those tense Ten Earth minutes, ah, ah, uh, uh. like, like I don't know. <laughs>
2: yeah, I don't. I
1: think that it's. Oh, go for it, Chelsea.
2: No, I was gonna say with the ten Earth minutes, I don't understand. I don't think a fully, like fully, what Baylock's plan with that was. Was he gonna blow them up if they didn't?
1: Didn't do what? Right? What is? What yeah, is he...
2: like like if they didn't come through his test, I don't really understand.
0: Yeah, he's testing them, but you you never kind of figure out what the plan was if they, you know, I I, I guess his eventual plan was to be like, hey, guys, want to be friends? I don't know. (laughs) I kind of assumed that was the plan.
1: Yeah. And I mean, so the first ship is a probe, a ship. Like, what is the point of it out there if it's, if he's trying to, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess if it's all a test. Know what so
2: saying. okay, is the first yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't the know first ship that. is a test but then like the Rubik's Cube is putting out lethal radiation.
1: Like yeah, they right? have so to that's...
2: destroy it. They almost died. Right? Like every life form on the ship was almost killed. It reaches like past lethal points box said, right? Or it approaches lethal
0: or something like
2: that. Yeah,
1: they play they play hard and fast with radiation. A yeah. lot. <laughs> <laughs> Where like it, it, again They've done this in other episodes where it's like they have a line and Spock's like, oh, we're at like 95% of lethal radiation, 96%. <laughs> and it gets to like 99% lethal radiation and then it, then it stops and are like, oh, good. Good, oh, good, d- good thing way. we didn't experience good. any radiation and we're perfectly fine.
2: Well, yeah. what I presume is that they must have some sort of like medicine that counteracts it. Um, uh,
1: I, sure. I mean,
2: what, One what would is, hope. that?
1: Um, and then, so then Bones is like
2: running around like injecting everyone, <laughs> which is probably why he's so grumpy.
1: I think most of them are um, that you have to take them beforehand, but um, I, I mean I, you can't treat it. But well, presumably
2: they're all taking that all the time,
1: <clears throat> just because they're in space. They're
0: in space, so they might run into some radiation. So it's part of their vitamin regimen, just like how doctors
2: are, like vets are, you know, um, vaccinated against rabies. I actually think okay. that makes
0: sense. <laughs>
1: That they're vaccinated against radiation.
0: Yeah, (laughs) let's go with it. Sounds great. (laughs) I have no idea.
2: Um. So I have more questions. Um. The Rubik's cube is yet another object whose composition is unknown. And how many of those can there be?
0: Many.
1: Uh, As a. uh, So they. What What is the language they use? Literally, just that
2: its composition is unknown to us. And, yeah. and then Scotty can't even, like, um, speculate.
1: I mean, the short answer is as many as they want. Yeah, <laughs> it is science um, fiction. Yeah, so... the, the longer answer is, you know, the the 3 c Clark quote about anything sufficiently advanced being magic, um, essentially. Um, the, if you wanted to dig into that, the, the question would be like, well, it is still a combination of, Atoms and things of that sort, um, molecules, and, and it, it still has a composition. So, um, so is supposed to be just an be element? Made, well, it's, it's made. It's made of elements, and it's not made of like super high numbered elements because they're not shelf stable. Essentially, right? They don't exist for long enough periods to be stable in any form, um, unless that's what they're saying, right? And again, this is where the science fiction side could come in. You could say like, um, but yeah, you could say that it's this combination of super high elements or something that they can't scan for
0: yeah. I, I, science techno babble, blah 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 well and i
1: think <laughs> yeah that's why the short answer is it's science fiction it could be whatever they want
0: well yeah and that's i that's why i usually don't have these and this is why like you and chelsea have these questions is because i'm just like yeah sure science science fiction well fine with me <laughs>
1: and i think there's places where I, I am on your side and there's places where i'm on the other side so like Some of the episodes where they just say, yeah, this came from somewhere else, and it's something weird, and blah, 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 science fiction. I'm like, yeah, totally cool. Sometimes they say all these things are happening, and then they don't do a good job. There's a difference between science fiction and science fantasy, and sometimes they drift into science fantasy. Sometimes they're doing science fiction. I think they're doing science fiction well here.
0: Sure. (laughs) i still pretty much well my i my brain doesn't work that way anyway so it's just whenever there's like science science techno babble i don't i stop kind of listening and i just go "Uh uh-huh sure science go for it
1: (laughs) the um i did like the uh well i think the rubik's cube was touched up for the remaster yeah i
2: think it was yeah it was
1: I think the way they touched up the giant sphere, and I, it might not have been that it was the remaster that was the problem, but the different angles, they kept making it look like very, very different sizes. Yeah. Um, this... There were times where it looked like uh, the Q wall from um, TNG. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> um, that like takes up all the space in front of them, and then there were other times where it looked like a few times larger than the ship like depending on the angle which was very Yeah,
2: weird. I was really confused because from outside the ship it was so big and it was right in front of them but then somehow they could zoom out so that it was teeny tiny.
1: Exactly, right? And it, I think they were not they were playing around with scale in really weird ways and I bet that the effect shots were done by two different crews or something. Like one had the the shot of the interior and one had the shot from the exterior and they didn't talk to each other.
0: I was. Oh, I was just gonna say. So, I actually do like this episode, and I think it's a good episode in general. Um, and I always find it more difficult to talk about the good episodes.
1: Yeah, I think I'm probably there with you. I I like this one. I think it could be half as long.
2: Yeah, probably I agree true. With that, but I like it too. And this
0: might be one of the first ones we agree on.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's there's not much in it. There's not much to yeah, it. Yeah,
0: there's not a lot of story beats. Like it's just kind so, of.
1: Yeah, and part of it, often the things they do wrong is they take too many of these weird, wild swings. If you don't take many swings, you're not going to get many things wrong.
2: Right, well, it's weird. Like, their first plan, like, they apparently have that really long meeting where they all look really tired and they have coffee and they all have, like, 9,000 floppy disks. And then their plan (laughs) is the one they already tried, which is to just drive around it, right? But they already tried that plan. They already know it doesn't work.
1: Yeah, it's an interesting question.
0: Yeah, And I'm not sure how, what they could have added to this episode to, to kind of fix this issue of... Because it is paced a little oddly. Like, they do a oh, good sure, job sure, ramping sure. up tension, but, but they also just have kind of... Uh, th- there's the poker analogy, and there's all this... and it's just, um, It feels like there should be something else happening.
2: Can we just say, I want to see them teaching Spock poker? Vulcans <laughs> don't bluff.
1: Watch TNG, it's Data. I know, I know,
2: I know. I've, I have seen all of TNG. But I want to see it with it's Spock, Bones, and Kirk. poker. And maybe with, like, I don't know, Uhura, because she seems like she'd be good at poker.
0: I feel like Uhura would be good at poker. Yeah, you know she'd just... She would win all the time.
1: <laughs> so we, we've talked about this episode a whole bunch, and... We've said there's, there's not much to it. There's not much to talk about. We haven't even mentioned the name of the episode or the, uh, the oh, crux yeah. of the episode, essentially. Was it, though? That is the crux of the episode. It? Is it? That is, the, that is what the entire episode hinges on. Uh, okay. That is where the episode, that's where the scene turns, right? Where they have tension, they have tension, and he tries that, and he's kind of like, eh? and then it works, and then all the tension's gone, the episode's over. Like, yeah, that's the that's the hinge.
0: It's
2: yeah. so... <sighs> I would agree with that. I think that's the point of the episode as well. I don't
0: know. I
1: mean, if that's not the point of the episode, what is?
0: I don't know. <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think. Yeah, I think the point of the episode is like sometimes you bluff.
2: Well, okay. and I think it's to show. I, I think <laughs> right? it's to it's develop the... Kirk's character. Yeah. Like, yeah. right at the and beginning of you... the series, right at the beginning of when it was filmed. And so there's a lot of nice moments for Kirk. I mean, he does have this, like, desperation where he's trying, like, anything to save his crew. And that's one of the things about the three new movies, the J.J. Abrams movies, that I actually sort of like. I know a lot of people really hate those movies. Um, but Kirk has that same sort of desperation in those that I see throughout TOS, and um, I kind of like that. Um, but also, I really like the end where... Um, you know, they disable the ship and life supports failing and Kirk does tell them to go back. And I mean, I know that happens in like a million episodes and then later in all the other series as well, but it's like establishing it from the very beginning as a trope, you know?
1: Yeah. And I, I think that's, it's a great use of that. You're right. That like early on, they want to just paint Kirk with these huge broad strokes. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's probably why he's coming off so Branniganesque esque here <laughs> that they're trying to like lay this on super thick to make sure it sticks.
0: Yeah. Um, and I, I think it's, it's effective.
1: I think so too. I think so too. Yeah. yeah I
0: also, I don't know though, there was the, the only thing I have about that, cause I agree. I think that is the right thing to do. That is the Star Trek thing to do to go back and render aid. But I, because it's so early, some of the character reactions to that are weird are, are off because I th- I feel like Spock would also be like yep, that's what we do. Let's go render aid. Oh and, and bones kind of would definitely like Bones would too yeah because he's a doctor damn it and not a what was it moon conductor moon shuttle conductor
2: <laughs> <Is that what laughs> moon shuttle conductor which Ooh, I'm gonna yeah. start saying to my classes
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so I mean the I think the thesis is there. it's just the execution isn't quite there yet. Which is understandable, considering this is, like, the first real episode filmed.
2: And yet, for so early on, they've got the blatant sexism down. Oh, I mean... (laughs) Yeah, right? It's
0: the 60s.
2: What's the matter, Jim? Don't you trust yourself? And I've already got a female to worry about. Her name's the Enterprise.
0: (sighs) Oh.
1: And, like, it it seems like her job is assistant and, like, cook or something. Um, She's
0: basically a glorified secretary. I mean... Yeah. especially for the 60s like that's what she is she's
1: yeah I agree
0: but I do
2: like having Rand in it I wish Rand was in more episodes
0: I know
1: sure I yeah yeah
0: I wish Uhura was in more episodes <laughs> like as more than just a captain they're coming through you know yeah she's in a lot
2: of them but she it, she's like relegated to such a supporting role
0: I know and it upsets me because is awesome
2: that's another thing I kind of like about the movies the J.J. J. Abrams movies
0: yeah
1: more
2: her, more even. Over I, her, I don't think it's are. always executed well. But um, anyway, I have more to say. Um, <laughs> you always do,
0: Justin.
1: I just remembered. I, I had one point about the Rubik's cube before we leave it, but um, I doubt that either of you have played the video game Fez. Yeah, nope.
0: not. Um, I've been to Fez, the place.
1: Did you play the video game Fez while you were in Fez? No,
0: I did not. Can't say I did.
1: That would. Okay. Could you do um, that in the was, future? Play fez? in fez. in I mean, fez? You sh- yeah <laughs> you should play Fez it's a good game um <laughs> no but there's there's uh, a lot of spinning cubes in it and it, like oh. there's the start of the game like the the start of fez like there's a cube that starts spinning and then starts spinning faster and faster and faster and it's like man the start this episode is just the start of fez because <laughs> um, <laughs> um, it eventually explodes too and then things go wrong I bet but...
0: I know where they got that from
1: <laughs> maybe right <laughs> Um, Well, I
0: feel
2: like this is in pop culture a lot, because I also remember, like, Jon Stewart referencing Corbamite.
0: Oh, yeah. This is a very famous episode.
1: Yeah. And again, I think that line from it, the title of the episode, is the the, the takeaway. Is the, like, sometimes you don't have the cards, but you bluff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That said, like, Kirk says, if you destroy the ship, it'll, like, send back all the Destruction you send at your with like <laughs> like something, a mirror
2: essentially yeah
1: yeah essentially, Um but that said like this they're he's been attacking them with radiation. He can just bathe the ship in radiation and be like, okay, cool. I killed all of you. The ship's fine. Corbomite didn't do anything because I didn't hurt the ship.
2: Yeah, it doesn't right? make sense hundred <laughs> percent.
0: Well, there's, I think we already decided this whole plan doesn't make a lot of sense. Oh, like sure. Baylox Total. Like, what is his plan? No one knows. No one understands. It's confusing. Well, and
1: that's true. Baylock has no plan, so Kirk doesn't really need <laughs> to have one yeah, either. either. Um, what it was? I mean, is it just what? What is Baylock threatening him with? Right? Is it just radiation? Is it I think essentially he would a laser?
0: Blow it up?
2: I don't I th- know. I thought the implication was he was going to blow it up.
1: Has he shown that he could do that though?
2: Not no, really. but it's such a giant ship. I don't know that they have any reason to doubt it.
1: I mean, is he also pulling a Corviknight maneuver? Just, I have a big ship, and so. Maybe.
0: Maybe. Because he does, he did say, like, at the end that he only lived in, like, that little baby ship.
1: Yeah, true. It it felt very. I don't want to toss it out there because we'll we'll talk about power, but it felt very Q ish. Um, But he also clearly does not have any Q powers. He he has that very, like, sort of.
0: He has a fancy Um, ship. Yeah, so yeah, his race is... Sleight of
1: hand. The big... It's much more like sleight of hand than anything.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Well, their race but... clearly has, what? Technological prowess.
0: Yeah, and, and very terrible puppets.
1: Do they, though, right? So, okay. He, he has that big ship, and then he has a small ship. And he has a way to bathe them with radiation, which they do, too. Um, that's a, And he can, go, he can move fast. But that's about it. Well, it's not like... just a
2: big ship. I mean, it looked like planet-sized when they got like up to the...
1: But he also, at the end, sort of reveals, yeah, that's all just basically a shell or like a projection or something because I just live in this tiny part. Like The rest of the ship is just essentially empty. Or was nothing.
0: it that he was I the only n- one left, so he didn't use the rest of it?
2: Yeah, is that his job or is he like the last of his kind?
0: He, he talks about question. getting being lonely, so I feel like he's the last of his
1: kind. Maybe he got exiled just like Bailey.
0: <gasps> Maybe. And now they're going to be best friends and go on adventures. I want to see that show, too. No, that show would be horrible. No, I would not watch that show. I would watch that show 100%. Nope. (laughs) I would not want to see.
2: There are so many (laughs) spinoffs from this episode that I would love to see.
1: (laughs) Oh, we didn't talk about the, like, prop guy he has. Or maybe you didn't, I... But that prop guy is also... Uh, the prop alien? You mentioned the puppet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I just said um, terrible
0: puppet. That's all I said. Do you, you think did, the
1: implication
2: right. with the waviness is that the atmosphere of that alien is, like, waving? Or do you think it's just bad, like, camera Oh, ejection? I thought it was bad
0: reception. I thought... Because okay. Spock was the one working to get... Because he has that line about how I wanted to see what they looked like, you know? And, um... Which is... I was... Yeah, I was curious to see how they appeared, which is so Spock. And... I think it was just getting through their security measures, basically, and that was the only picture he could get. Or were, or was Balak allowing him to get that picture, since it was not a real thing? And how did he get I, I that might... picture? I don't know. Good question.
1: My my read was that Balak was interfering with the feed to make it wavy, to make it less clear that it was a puppet.
0: That's okay. possible. I would, I would buy that. Both that those would be work. a
1: great sleight of hand to do, to be like, oh, yeah. here's a feed that is easily accessible, right? Because um, if Spock's looking and he's just like, oh, here's, you know, oh, he has he has unsecured Wi-Fi on his ship, <laughs> like, um, you know, that sort of thing. That he's leaving that out in the open so that it's found, but then he's degrading right. the signal so that it's un- not clear that he's just a puppet. So they they are saying that this is a Federation. I, I just dug a little more in Memory Alpha. Um, even to the point that like this federation that he belongs to, um, trades with uh, Quark in uh, in Deep Space Nine.
0: Oh, interesting! Right? That,
1: like, so they are trading partners down the line. Oh, so like he's they... definitely yeah. not the last
2: of his kind. Then it's just his job. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Oh. But that the thing that destroyed was like a Marker boy.
0: Yeah. So, well, they talk about the... that. They're like, it was I so...
1: I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. that like, yeah
0: you destroyed our buoy, and they were like, it wouldn't let us leave.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's a really dumb buoy, (laughs) It was a really dumb
0: buoy. (laughs) Like, it's one thing to put a buoy out in space and just be like, this marks territory, or you know, it's a little relay station, or blah-de-blah, but to have something that follows a ship around and will not let it disengage seems ridiculous. (laughs) Like, what's the point?
2: I think it was supposed to be part of his test. Was it? That's, that was my impression, that it was it was meant to, like, bother them and then see, like, what their reaction was. And their reaction was apparently right. Like, it was to, to do everything possible to avoid destroying it and then destroying it as a last resort. I felt like that was part of the test. Uh, sure. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the test was in three stages, but I'm not really sure why, because there was the buoy... And then there was the meeting with Balak, commander of the flagship Fisarius or whatever of the First Federation. And then that... The
1: Festivus. Yeah, that the, whole the like, like... Starship Festivus. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
2: And that like whole countdown thing. And then the third part where when uh, he was disabled and then coming to his aid. So they did like three things to prove their worthiness.
0: I Sure. If you you want to cross this bridge, you'll answer me these questions three. (laughs) (laughs) The other side, you'll see.
1: (laughs) It's true. That's a great (laughs) lead-in to how powerful he is. Um, Sure it is. Right? Because he's got a ship, which sort of puts him already above, like, a bunch of people, but... I mean...
0: He's not that powerful. He's just not... (laughs)
1: Well, well okay. I think so that like, we just
0: don't know the full
2: extent of his powers, so we have to rank him low, but he could have been a lot more powerful, and we just don't know it.
0: Mm, I kind of doubt it. Like, I think the ship is kind of all of his
1: power. Yeah, right? He's, he basically has a, a, a some sort of radioactive source and, and a ship.
0: Yep.
2: I don't know. I'm still impressed with the ship size, even if it...
0: No, it's huge, and the ship is very impressive and sparkly, like a disco ball, but... Which I like. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, okay,
1: let's toss that out there. If he had wanted to, he could have destroyed the Enterprise. Where, that's what we're saying?
0: I think uh, I got I that impression. Probably, yeah. I, I think that actually, because e- even just the size of his ship, I feel if like he just yeah, bat- he could have rammed into the
1: Yeah, so then I think he is above, like, we have this list down at the bottom of, like, Kirk, Mirror Kirk, Landrew, Relief Guy. Gideon, um, like he's he's above all of those, but maybe not into the like the spores. next level, which are like spores, essentially. Yeah. yeah. So where's um, he at? Like these, Apollo? This...
0: No, no, Apollo's oh, God, way no. up there. So Apollo then we're talking about like demigods. Yeah. Um, well,
1: I'm thinking of yeah.
2: Apollo could have destroyed the ship.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah but he he could have just kind of done that, whereas yeah, Balak would have needed the. His uh, ship yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah. Like,
2: That's a good distinction.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm saying Balak is, is down. Balak needs probably props. Probably below. Yes. So I think he's. And if he's on, on City 3, like, he just gets bored.
0: Yeah,
1: it's true. So I think he's above Kirk 2, but still in that, like, regular yeah. human, human level. Yeah. Not no, quite. no
0: special, like, space powers. He doesn't have space powers. Yeah, no yeah. space powers. And, and that's. I agree with yeah. that, yeah. No space
2: powers.
1: Okay. I think that <sighs> Which is a bummer, because
0: you think at first there are going to be space powers, and then there aren't space powers
1: the his space power is deception which is the point of the whole episode.
0: Yeah, but still real space powers are Well, better. it's the point of the episode along
2: with the point of like refusing xenophobia basically.
1: Sure. Okay, that's a good that's a good point too. I
2: mean, even when they're like about to die, Kirk gives the speech to the crew, right? And it's like instead of being like mad or sad, he's just like just remember that we shouldn't fear the unknown. Mhm. Right? Like what a beautiful last speech and you know, they really think they're going to die.
1: Yeah, we got a Kirk speech in there, too, so... We definitely do. Bingo.
2: (laughs) Oh, one other thing to add. Can I just say that there is a classic Spock daddy issue line once again. Oh my god, I had that
0: note, too. I had that note, too. (laughs) In some Uh, manner,
2: he was like my father.
0: (laughs) Oh, so good. Your poor mother. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> i love it when spock has daddy issues which is all the time <laughs> which is all the time but i think i when i saw this episode it was so early on i didn't and i haven't seen it since then that i don't think i have recognized that but now i do now oh, that i no. you know you know spock's father
0: i kind of feel mm-hmm. like every t- i i almost feel like um serek like oblique mentioned <laughs> of Sarek should be a bingo square.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: That's... No one else mentions their family the way Spock no, mentions his the dad. Way, the way his well, Spock seems Kirk... to bring his dad and everything.
1: <laughs> Kirk only talks about his family when one of them is about to die. Yeah,
0: that's true. <laughs> and then he forgets that they exist <laughs> the rest of man. the time. <laughs> when oh. he's not laying on the floor wearing a mustache pretending to be his brother.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh man, that's
0: right.
2: <laughs> Which should be in every episode.
0: Oh, that was a good
2: time.
1: (laughs) Do you know, I think a good... I was just looking through my notes. A good twist at the end of the episode, too, would be that Balak was a villain. And he just handed them poison to drink. And then they drank it. I, (laughs) I thought
2: about that. Because the way they look at the glasses... It's like they suspect that's well, what's going to Well, yeah, they d-
0: they do, I think. I think, And the only reason I think they drink is because Balak drinks first, which I was just like, he's an alien. He could possibly be <laughs> immune to something that you aren't. Like.
1: Yeah, or like not know what you're capable of drinking. Right, and just not, <laughs> and then... not
0: know your metabolism. Like, I, it was not a great choice for them to no. be like, no, we'll totally drink right, this didn't... without testing it.
1: Did he pour it in front of them, or did he just have glasses poured? No, they were
0: already poured. Uh, I think they were already poured. Yeah, I think they were already poured. Yeah.
1: So it's also like, well, here's the two that are poison, or three that are yeah. poison, <laughs> and here's mine.
0: I'm sure I'll drink mine. One <laughs> contains Iocane powder.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> I've spent up the last several years building up an immunity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh. But luckily, yep. he doesn't. But everything's fine. He's a nice alien, and everything works out.
2: <laughs> yeah, which calls in a question if he should even really be on the villain list. I mean, I guess for the think, purpose of this our, episode.
0: Well, I think our, our list is more um, antagonist of the episode. Yeah. Okay. Than, yeah, and he
1: is an antagonist.
0: Like, yeah. And he's he does the, threaten them yeah. for a lot of the episode. <laughs> so, hmm. villain maybe not, but, you know.
1: So time for bingo?
2: Yeah, yeah, we can do bingo. And I'm um, going to vote this week that yes, we got bingo.
1: Man, I was thinking yes, but I'll play. I'll play double advocate and then take the safe bet and say no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Are there any clarifiers, Abby? Um, actually, we kind of cleared them up already because the only ones I had clarification i wanted to see if you thought that kirk's um talk over about how they're gonna die was a kirk speech Mm because i kind of considered it one but i do yeah yeah so everybody thought and then so bones's actual line is what am i a doctor or a moon shuttle conductor and that's not quite the classic you know i'm a doctor doctor, not not a a uh, a but but i didn't even notice that
1: it's in the spirit it is it
0: definitely is in the spirit which is why i thought i would ask
1: yeah, it's in the spirit.
0: Okay, I agree. Okay, um, I actually do too. So I, but I wanted, to, especially since it's such an early episode, I was like that yeah. kind of they're getting to the cliche. Yeah, yeah,
1: they're figuring it out. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. Um, and yeah, that was that was. I guess we could kind of talk about. They don't say Corbin maneuver. They do say Corbin I don't know if that's title of the episode said. I, uh, I'm not. Sh- no, I, kinda no kinda don't I don't think, think so. so. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think so either. But I was. Yeah, I, might, I thought I might as well throw it out there. Um, we didn't get bingo. Are you serious? <laughs> but it has so many. There are actually a lot though. There's Captain's log. Uh, there's a recurring actor. There's shirtless Kirk, of course, because we start the episode that way. Five minutes. I'm, yeah. And I, you know, I'm a doctor, Kirk speech, um, Spock says fascinating, um, the bridge shakes bridge shake. a whole bunch. Um, and I did count ancient history reference because uh, Baylock talks about Dr. Drecko and Mr. Hyde. Yeah. So um, there are a bunch, but just not in a line. So... It didn't happen this time, you guys, which is sad. As always, I'm always sad when it doesn't happen, which is most of the
2: time. What did we need? Was there just one in any direction?
0: No, actually, there were like two. We needed like two in a couple oh, directions, shoot. and yeah, it just.
1: Are we playing? A, are we playing four corner bingo? We ever get a four corner?
0: Um, we could, but it wouldn't work anyway. <laughs> That's okay. That's is nice. there any try. conceivable bingo nice pattern try. with which it would work no there is not <laughs> okay just checking <laughs> unless you want to say we got you know more than five i guess <laughs> <laughs> which we did but uh, let's they were consider no that for the future <laughs> for the future so we might actually win occasionally
2: <laughs> yeah we might have to make these easier
0: well it's not really an easier or harder it's just luck of the card I, I, there really isn't I don't know that we can. I can make the card smaller. I guess I have it five by five. I could no, do a smaller fine. one, but
1: <laughs> when we win, then it's more important.
0: That's true. We have it's won fun. once. I mean, we have done it. It's been done. And remember, if they say three to beam up, we automatically yes, then we win. automatically win. So <laughs> we have I chances.
1: Think we... Although it's still with the, play the bingo game, yeah. I, we can win twice in an yes. episode, we just that's a bonus one. I
0: feel yeah. I feel like yeah, I, I do kind of feel like um, if we ever have another episode where we actually win bingo, I feel like that's also going to be the episode where they say three to beam up and it's going to be moot. <laughs> I kind of feel like that's going to happen. <laughs> I would like that because that feels like our brand. <laughs> I like, I like, are you taking out the top hat? I'm taking out the top hat and Um
2: Yeah, I love that it's a top hat and it's decorated, and that we can see the decorations right now.
0: <laughs> I mean, you could see the decorations right now; they are there. I do. It is a fancy. I've ziplock. seen the
2: top hat in person when I stayed with you, <laughs> and I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, sure. Uh... It's not going to get old. It, to you no no it probably won't <laughs> I'm
2: like
1: a dog <laughs> to, to the
0: rest of us and our listeners I don't know but you know
1: <laughs> what's the episode what's, what's the episode
0: alright next time we are going to be going staying in season one uh, we will be watching the alternative factor episode 27 existence Ooh. itself comes under threat from a man's power struggle with his alternative self with the Enterprise strained dilithium crystals presenting his key to a final solution. I do not remember this episode.
2: Oh, that's the one where the guy meets the other version of himself from a parallel yeah. universe. I have no memory of this episode. I think he, like, crash lands on a planet that looks suspiciously like Southern California. <laughs> yeah, <definitely. laughs> well, that's several episodes. So. And then, like, they fight each other or something.
1: Yeah, it's a forgettable one. I
2: have no memory and of And he it reminds whatsoever. me of Landrew. I don't think it is Landrew.
1: No, it's not. It, no, we it, already it's...
2: did Landrew. No, no, no. I mean, like, the. Uh, like, it reminds me of an actor in that episode. Oh. I don't think it is, though. I don't no, know. No, I think you're
1: right that it is very, very Southern California background. Uh
0: huh,
2: yeah. <laughs> no,
0: I remember this. I believe both of you. I still have no memory of this episode, so this will be a fun refresher for me. (laughs) Yeah, he's got a weird beard.
2: You'll like it, not the beard. Okay,
0: (laughs) I mean, I might like the beard. Who knows? Um. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go very unattractive. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I guess that that does it. We will have the alt. Alternate, alternative factor. Alternate, alternative, whichever, you know. It's an episode. (laughs) We'll we'll watch it. I will figure out what it is. It sounds like a
1: a teen clothing store from the 90s.
0: It does a bit, actually. I would shop there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like I would have shopped there, too, in the 90s. (laughs) (laughs) Feels right.
2: (laughs) Like some skater punk outfits?
0: Yeah. I think, yeah, some Converse and go at it. Definitely. (laughs) Uh all right, uh well, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Beam three and Instagram three to beam up and uh like our Facebook page and say hi to us on any or all of those things um and yeah, we will see you next time when we watch the alternative factor.